The Green Bay Packers are trying to keep pace in the NFC playoff race against the Kansas City Chiefs in prime time on Sunday night. They'll need their young playmakers to step up if they're going to do it. Cassidy Hill from Packers News joins me to talk about the growth, the evolution of Jordan Love and these young pass catchers. Are they where we expected them to be? Ahead, behind. Plus, why has Rich Bisaccia not done more with this special teams and we couldn't have Cassidy on and not talk about Taylor Swift. We'll save it for the end, I promise. All of that on today's Locked on Packers. You are Locked on Packers. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get the last-minute tickets that you need at the lowest price guaranteed. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Cassidy Hill from Packers News on the show with us today. Uh, just want to clean up a couple things regarding injuries as we stand right now. Jaden Reed said he's probably going to be good to go despite the fact that he has not practiced the last two days. Joe Barry said Jair Alexander has looked good the last two days. He's trending in the right direction. No travel. Sometimes an injury like a back injury can flare up on an airplane. So playing at home could be a big benefit for him. And then Eric Stokes and Darnell Savage have been practicing this week. Darnell Savage, full go. Eric Stokes, uh, in, in limited fashion, I would I would assume with Carrington Valentine playing the way that he is and Jair Alexander expected back that they would be cautious with Eric Stokes, but we'll see. This is not the game that you really need Eric Stokes for. This is not an explosive dynamic receiver room for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, so that is good. A.J. Dillon also back in practice. We don't expect Aaron Jones to be available in this one. So the Packers getting healthier. And remember what happens after this week. Their schedule opens wide. We talk about that with Cassidy on the show a little bit later. In fact, let's get into our conversation with Cassidy Hill. Joining me now from Packers News, Cassidy Hill joins me once again. And Cassidy, I'm not just saying this because you're back on the show, but the last time we chatted, it was about, about Rich Bisaccia and a piece that you had wrote, which is oh, yeah. genuinely one of my favorite pieces of Packers content to come out in the last couple of years. Thank really you. enjoyed that. And really enjoyed our conversation about it. I don't know that if we talk about Rich Bisaccia now, it will be quite as pleasant a conversation um, because the special teams is not fixed. I actually want to start there um, because I know you have just been so uh, deeply inside all of the inner workings of this cultural shift and, and all that stuff since then. Um, why do you think what seemed like a, a very real cultural shift in mm -hmm. caring more about special teams has not yielded the results on the field? I see your point. I'm going to slightly disagree. Okay. Because I think that it's, we get really, really distracted by 
Andre's missing some kicks. Um, and, and that is an issue. It's, I, it's an issue regardless. I do think it's weird that that's become like an issue with other kickers this year. Like why are all these kickers suddenly missing extra points? Yeah. It seems like there's like three good kickers all of a sudden. Like there's, there's right. never been fewer good kickers. Right. I don't understand it. Like their last couple of games, even the opponents have missed extra points. We're not talking right. about like 53 yard field goals. We're talking about extra points. It should yep. be the most given thing in football. And there's other games that I've watched where they've missed extra points. And so I'm like, something's something's going on. It's in the script. That's the that's the um storyline for this year. Anders missing kicks is a concern, but I, it's not one that I think is a long-term thing because Every time we've seen him have an issue, we've seen Bisaccia tweak it. And then another issue might pop up, but then he, he tweaks that one too. And I think this is going to sound weird, but stick with me. I'm excited. I think one of the bigger, and I don't know if it's an issue so much. I just think there's a, there's a common denominator. There was some, some, issues when Dallin Levitt was on the field mm. and he was supposed to be a pillar of Rich Passaccia's special teams. Yeah. And now he's gone. And even the last few weeks before he was released, he, other guys were stepping up to make plays that Levitt had made originally. Sure. And there were, there were several Keyshawn Nixon, big returns that got pulled back because of Levitt penalties. Yeah. I think there were three. Um, and so I, I don't think there's an issue with Nixon. He's going to continue to get more and more dynamic as the, it gets colder and they can't kick it out of the back of the end zone. I was looking at the stats yesterday as well. He's actually still the leading kick returner in the NFL, both by number of attempts, by yards, and by average based off anybody that's had more than 10 returns. Oh, now. Wow. A lot of that is because he brings it out from nine yards deep in the end zone and that goes <laughs> yeah. for your average. So I would like to see what it is from the pylon out. Um, but he is still the, the NFL's leading kick returner. He could easily make the pro bowl as a returner. Um, what does his protection look like? That's the issue. And I, and, and so there, I do agree with you that there hasn't been an issue with the protection and part of me can't help, but wonder how much of that is due to Tyler Davis being on the sideline. Mm. Because he was a, a massive part of that special teams unit last year. He was he's a four core special teamer. He um is is someone that was always getting guys in the right protection, in the right looks. Um he could take you through any return, both good or bad, and tell you what went right or what went wrong. He just he saw it and he understood it so well. And so having him on the sidelines right now while he's dealing with his ACL tear, I think is a bigger issue, special teams across the board, but, you know, even in something as, as um, minute as, as protect protection is something that you don't know when it's going well, but you know, for sure when it's going wrong. <laughs> and I think Tyler Davis being on the sideline is a, is a, bigger part of that than we maybe realized it was going to be when he got hurt. Right. But here's why I think they're doing better. You're seeing a lot of these rookies sort of figure it out and, and step up. Also our guy, Zane Anderson, he has made, <laughs> right. I was like, you can't, people can't help, but know who you are now. I told him that the other day. I was like, you can't be 
in the in the background anymore. He has made every time he's on the field, people are like, "Guess who's on the field?" It's Sam Anderson. There he is. <laughs> um, he has made three huge special teams plays the last three wins, and and two especially in the Chargers and the Lions versus the Chargers. He gets down there and stops uh, Davis, who is the league's leading in a, or the league's leading punt returner. Yep, and. He just leveled a hit on him. He got down there so, so quick, too. I asked him yesterday, like, what is your 40 time? He said, I think I was clocked at 437. I said, are you faster than Christian? And Christian was sitting in his locker. He's like, no. And um, Christian said no. But he, he's he's fast. He's physical. He's aggressive. And versus the Lions, that downed punt, Robert Rochelle had a huge part to do with that as well. Yeah. That was a that was such a massive play, Robert. Rochelle, who's also really really fast. Who's also really really fast and great body control by Rochelle to get it out, and then for Anderson to jump on it. He said that's not a look they've even practiced. Um, it was just they. It was you know instinct and years playing football for both of them. Lions had to punt that ball because they didn't get past their own twenty three. Packers scored a touchdown off of the ensuing possession, and, and so I don't think anything that's an issue this year with special teams. And maybe I'm just looking through, you know, I'm, I'm too close to it. I can't see the forest for the trees. I don't think anything that's an issue this year is a long-term issue with special teams. All right. We'll get back with Cassidy in just a second here on Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. The Packers line, gone from six and a half. It actually opened at seven, I believe. Six and a half. It's down to six now. And uh, that, that's probably right where it should be. But you get Jair Alexander back. Are you getting some nice value here? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Plus, that money line deal, $150 if your team wins on the money line. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get the NFL season playoff push started right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top stories in sports with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Jordan Love versus Patrick Mahomes, and we spent six minutes talking about special teams. I love it. No, no, I love it. Um, I would be so proud. (laughs) Exactly right. We got to change the culture around here, Cassidy. We it's got to it's got to matter to the fans if it's going to matter to the team, right? Exactly. No, one of the things that we talked about in in preseason was when Anders was missing the kicks. Is I was like, if you're going to be okay with the young players getting all the opportunities and failing in real time, then you have right. to do the same thing with him. That's a great and point. We're seeing it pay off right now for this offense because Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, who looks like he's going to be back this week. Even now, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, like it seems like there's been some pretty obvious um, growing together, which is a phrase that we've heard um, from the, the coaches in Green Bay. Um, what what have you made of that progress 
Did you think it would happen sooner? Is this happening about how you expect it? Is it, is it better than you thought? Like what stands out to you about where they are now versus where they were in August? It's actually happening sooner than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. I thought it would take longer than this. I really did. I thought it would take a good year and, and they still have some hurdles ahead of them and some lessons to learn, but that's the exciting part, right? They can get so much I, better than this. Their ceiling is is so much higher than what it even is right now. There was, I'm trying to think, before the Steelers, they played the Rams. Mm. The Rams game, they, they played well. They played good enough to win. But it, it didn't necessarily, like, it looked, the Rams game was the first time I thought, okay, this offense looks like it's all at least all moving in the same direction. And that's a huge step forward. That's yeah. progress. They're they're not clicking. Yeah, that's damning with faint praise too. Geez. Right, exactly. They're not <laughs> clicking yet, but they're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Steelers game, they lost, but they took another step forward. The offense didn't regress. They took another huge step forward where they were not only moving in the same direction, but they were like making stuff happen. And then versus the Chargers and the Rams, it was like this is a competent offense and it's a lot of um, getting guys in space and letting them make plays, but that's what Matt LaFleur's offense is always supposed to be. That's what it's always supposed to have been. And if you can, if you've got guys, I, I think what we're seeing now is we're starting to see the tide turn on Goody's plan and it's, there's still a long road ahead of them, but you're starting to see glimmers of, oh, this is this is what he was thinking. And by golly, it might just work because they're they're not only moving in the same direction, they're not only like making things happen, they're they're just clicking. And I really think it was that Chargers game where something just clicked for pretty much all of them. And yeah. then that first play versus the Lions, that's when it clicked for Christian Watson. And once it clicked for Christian Watson, oh, buddy, this offense could, could do a lot of things. We saw that last year. And he just needed to get to that point with Jordan Love. And it's so hard because what so many other throws and plays can be done based off of you're here, I'm here, we do this. That mm -hmm. deep ball is, is just chemistry and timing. And that comes with reps and reps and reps and reps and reps and reps. And – I think we finally saw the two of them figure it out and that can change this offense. Yeah. And when you protect it, I mean, there was a couple times against the lions. This has happened a number of times this season where they've had the shot play, the guys open and protection has fallen apart or they just haven't had as many opportunities. Like you don't get to do that very often in a game. You only might throw that play once or twice a game. So it's not a lot of reps to do it. Right. It takes time games and games to yes. get there, I, I want to ask this basically the same question about Jordan Love because, um, you know, this was this was in camp. I mean, Rob Domofsky famously or infamously said, you know, there are days when he looks really good and days when it looks like, oh, this could be a long season. And for a stretch of the season, it was a long season, Cassidy. Um, and, right. and, and now they're back and, and, and they look different. Um, is this about where you thought Jordan Love would be ahead, behind? What What is your what is your thought there? To be honest, much like the offense, he's a little ahead of where I thought he'd be at this point. I same sort of deal. It's we there were flashes there where you knew the talent was there, you knew the arm strength was there. It was the accuracy and the accuracy and and decision making and knowing when to get rid of the ball 
and knowing how to move the pocket, that's all stuff that comes with time. And because he was surrounded with so many other young playmakers and a young offensive line without David Bakhtiari, that's why I thought it would take even longer, you know, and this is not to excuse Jordan Love of, of all wrongs. He he made some mistakes early on. He's going to continue to make some more mistakes. But when Matt LaFleur kept harping, all 11 have to do their job, this is what he was talking about. You see what happens when the protection's there, when Christian Watson has is confident that he can go up against that corner and catch that 50-50 ball. You, just, you see what happens when everybody does what they're supposed to do. Like, Love can thrive. And so – it, there's going to still be some bumps, but again, I, th- I think we're starting to see what he can be. And like I said, it's, it's sooner than I thought it would be. Have Have you noticed this is maybe I'm overanalyzing it, but I like to body language doctor a little bit. Um, I'm I'm not a doctor, but I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Exactly, then the same thing. And and so I feel like when when I see Jordan Love get back to the top of his drop, and you're not supposed mm-hmm. to do this, right? But Brett Favre did it all the time. Take his hand off the ball. Uh-huh. and just sort of like one hand it. Yeah. Then I know, okay, he's feeling comfortable. Like that's right. when, when he's not thinking about the fundamentals and it seems like he's doing that a lot lately. And it, yeah. it just, there seems like a demeanor change with him. Do you feel that in the locker room in person with him? Yes. Like, is there, is there a difference? Does he seem more comfortable to you? Because that first press conference, I think a lot of people came away impressed back in, in whenever that was um, April, yeah. May, when he got an opportunity to speak but it just seems like there's a different air about him now. Yes, I would agree. He's always been pretty affable, but that confidence that was there in the spring, it's not that it it's not that it went away, it just wasn't being fed, if that mm. makes sense. He never wavered that they would get there, but that sounds hollow when you're losing. And now he's still saying the same things, but he's got the play on the field to back it up. Yeah. And I think what stood out too was that the other guys in the locker room never wavered on him. And so that kind of kept his confidence up too, but he does. The confidence is still the same. I don't think that ever went away, but he does seem much more comfortable on the field, in the locker room, doing media, um, just even out in the community. You know, we saw him go do the, the Salvation Army uh, police thing on Monday night you know, he's, he probably doesn't have fans being like, what the heck are you doing anymore? <laughs> and, um, and Packer and fans would do town, that. We know that. And in a small town like Green Bay, having the fan support behind you, you know if it's not. And um, so I, I think we're seeing him more comfortable would be the right word. All right. We're going to finish up with our pal Cassidy here in just a second on our Friday Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Game Time is going to make your ticket buying experience easier. They're the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets to sports, music, comedy, theater events with killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guaranteed. Last minute tickets can be a major pain in the butt. And there's no reason it has to be. In fact, Game Time makes it easy because they've got flash deals, sponsored deals, and last-minute tickets right up to the start of the event. In fact, even an hour after it starts, you can get a ticket at game time. Download the game time app and create an account. And use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your purchase. Terms apply. Again, create that account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, the lowest price guaranteed. 
And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, the last thing, Cassidy, I put the I put the word out. I put the bat signal out yesterday or two days ago for the biggest Swifties on Packers Twitter. You received many nominations. Sweet. Um, and this is my life goal. <laughs> and and you were already talking about Matt Schneidman, uh, about wh- what your plan would be, where could we run into Taylor Swift, all that right. stuff. Um, so I guess I, I will assume you have been totally fine with the NFL leaning into all of the, this Swift business. Yes. Um, I understand people's frustration. I, I'm not one to be like, just get over it. Like I, I get people's frustration <laughs> because it, it like they did go overboard there for a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but at the same time, it's just like fun. You know, it's not yeah. going to last forever. Taylor Swift fandom has always been about just leaning into it and having fun, make the friendship bracelets, take the moment and taste it. And so if you're going to, you know, have her a part of the NFL, like why not? Let's have fun with it. I just wrote a whole podcast description with like seven different Taylor Swift references in it. We talked about it on the podcast. I made Jordan love play a Taylor Swift game today. I don't think he wanted to do it, but I made him do it anyways. Like, (laughs) Let's just well, my yeah. last two episodes. I'm not even a Taylor Swift guy, but my last two episodes have been full of Taylor Swift puns just because it's, it's, I'm having fun. This is fun. Let's have fun. That's the point. It's fun. Taylor Swift fandom is fun. That's why people love going to her concerts and football is fun or it's supposed to be fun anyways. So when two fun things come together, why would they not be funner? Which isn't a word, but uh, but well, let's keep it. Let's keep it. Yeah. Taylor Swift would say it's a word. Do you want to see Simone Biles in the box with Taylor? Yes, because they're big fans of each other, and I don't know if they've ever met. And if that would just be like so much incredible, like a slam, the Packer social person. I don't know. They probably don't listen to this, but if you know the Packer social persons or people's, this is a slam dunk. You need to you need to get this. Like people have been complaining. Whatever David Bakhtiari's been complaining. By the way, a lot better lately. It's been really right. good lately. They're killing it. Um, but this is a slam dunk to yeah. get that meeting. Please, we we need it. We need it. I was talking to the Packer social person like a week or so ago, and he was like, I have multiple plans for if we win or lose, here's all of my Taylor Swift references. And he was like going through them, and he was so excited. <laughs> so hopefully they're coming. But yeah. Do you, do you, do you buy this idea that, it adds to the mystique of the game. Like it adds, it's already, it's already going to be a primetime game, but just like having her there, like you, yeah, people, people in New York for that, for that game. Like I was talking to Diana Rossini about it. She was like, you could feel the difference in the crowd. And that's because New everyone York. knew she was going to be there. Right. And that's in New York. I think that whether you like her or not, it's, it's an objective fact that she's the biggest pop star in the world right now. Yeah. I, you, you could, argue Beyonce but okay if Beyonce came to this game would that not both would that not also be like insane um so you got and Beyonce used to go to Nets games all the time and it was not that big a deal I guess because people got used to it I, man, but, I, you have the biggest pop star in the world coming to your game 
like and getting into it like it's it's a big deal it would be like in the 70s if the beatles showed up at a packers game or the yeah. 60s if the beatles showed up at a packers game it would be the same thing like that's how insane it would be so it's like whether you like the music or not you can't argue that it would be a really big deal and so don't you, don't you think it would also for the Packer like the Packers in the locker room they want to they want to win in front of Taylor Swift a little bit more? I asked Darnell Savage that today, and he was like, "I don't, I'm not paying any attention to if she's <laughs> here." <laughs> and so they're saying the right things, but I think there's a part of them that wants to. If um, the game feels a little bit bigger because she's there, then it only yeah. it only follows that you the bigger the game, the more you want to win. I tried to explain this to Savage and Jair Alexander. Like trying to sell them on the idea that it's a bigger game. Than well, no, I tried to explain to them. I was like, you actually don't want her here because Travis Kelsey plays better when she's there. So yeah. your best defense is to not let her in the building. Right. Get security on it. Right. And they weren't buying it. <laughs> yeah. Joe Barry. Like, Joe Barry. The game plan has got to be security. Like, Do not let Taylor Swift in the building. Right? Savage is like, we got to come out ready to play no matter what. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'll get that. But it's an objective fact. Stats are stats. He plays better when she's there. So keep her out of the building, and that's your best game plan. And they weren't buying into it. But. I love it. I love it. Um, the, the I listened to a podcast about uh, um, uh, basically nerd culture stuff, and they talk <laughs> about they call it a smuggle when they they like have references and they like they smuggle a second reference into the building. So this was my this was I called it in the in the rundown the Patrick Taylor smuggle, but Taylor uh -huh. Swift smuggle. Taylor Swift. So that's what this was. Um, the last because the, then it's Packers, right? The last thing I want to ask you about is, you know, win or lose, the Packers are still in pretty good position here to to make the postseason final five games. What do you what do you just like chances? I don't know if you want to put a number on it, but like, what do you think the chances are that they can they can win four or five of these last games and and get into the dance? Because it seems like ten wins mm -hmm. for sure gets them in, and nine might be enough. Do it after the Chiefs game. Let me finish this whole sentence before anybody takes this out of context. No, no, no. We're going to clip it right when you're right. When right. You're After the Chiefs game, feasibly, there is not a loss left on their schedule. If they continue to play how they've been playing. Yeah. They're going to slip up and lose one of those games. They're a young team. It's just going to happen. And the Vikings and the Bears are the best possibilities because those are teams that know you. Um, look at what the Bears, the Bears almost beat the, Lions two weeks ago, and then they beat the Vikings this week. Um, you're probably going to lose one of those games. But if you continue to play the way you've played after this Chiefs game, you should win out. And if you do, you're in. Especially considering you've got to get in probably over the Seahawks, who have, what, the Cowboys tonight, yeah, 49ers still. Um, like they've got twice, right? They've already no, they just, they just played the 49ers and they play them again. Yeah. They, but they'll play them again. I want to say the Dolphins, maybe they've got a gaunt, the Seahawks, the Seahawks have a gauntlet in front of them. And, but we said this last year too, and then they lose to the Lions at home in week 18. They're, they're going to have their chances. They, they, they are in control right now of, of right. how the season ends for them. Cassidy, thank you so much, um, for, for all of it, especially the Taylor Swift stuff. Um, oh. And I, I hope you get turned into her uh, genuinely and truly. I hope you do. And uh, I, I, we'll, we'll talk to you down the road. Thanks, Peter. All right. We'll be live on Sunday night, late after the game. We'll be live on our YouTube 
page. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, like we will be on Sunday, you can go subscribe on our YouTube page so you can stay Locked on Packers.